Good morning, Real Life Church. Happy New Year. Amen. We are so grateful for this beautiful year that God has prepared for us. Amen. Come on, church. Today, we're going to lift up the name of Jesus, and we're going to worship with all that we can. Amen. Come on, church. Let's lift up our voices. God, we give you praise. We give you... We are so grateful, God. We are so thankful that you provided this new year for us. God, we are so, so expected to see what you have. Come on, let's sing this out. Let praise be a weapon that silences the enemy. Let praise be a weapon that conquers all anxiety. Come on, church, let it rise. Let it rise. rise. Let praise arise. We sing. We sing your name. Forever lives 
Okay, some of y'all were up way too late last night. We can do better than that. Happy New Year. There we go. Well, good morning. My name is Dennis Garcia. I am the Groups and Discipleship Pastor here at Real Life Church, and it is a wonderful joy to be able to worship with you this morning. Uh, you can go ahead and have a seat. Uh, this morning, we have a really special service planned for you, and we'll be talking about it a little bit more later. For those of you that, that are, are part of the Real Life family, you're probably wondering why I'm out here after the first song. That's because of our special service today. So uh, we'll, we'll be uh, explaining what that's going to look like a little later. For those of you that are guests, uh, we want to invite you to participate as much as you want in this service today. It, it is going to be different, but it's also going to be a special service for everyone. But we also want to invite you to come back next week because next week we have our, our um, big Vision Sunday as a church. So this one, Pastor Joel's going to kind of give us uh, a recap of what happened last year in the life of our church, but also cast vision for what we expect and hope to see God do in our church in 2023. The following Sunday, we have a really special sermon series we're kicking off about our values. What are the things that we value as a church? So you want to make sure whether you're uh, part of the real life family or you're a guest that so you come back next week and the following week because these services are going to be super special and important in the the life of our church. Next week also, in addition to it being our Vision Sunday, is Baptism Sunday. So if you are here and, and you've never been baptized and you're ready to take that step of, of faith and obedience, uh, we invite you to take this Connect card. Uh, you can let us know that you're interested in baptism or you can scan the QR code on the seat back in front of you. If you're a guest here today, uh, we want to invite you to do the same thing. This Connect card you may have been given as you came in, fill this out at some point during the service, drop it in the offering bucket as they come along later. Uh, this will be your gift to us. Just we want to know that, that you were here so we can pray over you, so we can help you as, as you are considering uh, Real Life Church as a place for you to plug in your life. Uh, right now, we're going to continue to worship, so I want to invite you to stand as we sing in worship this morning. Amen, church. Can we lift up a joyful noise for 2023 and what God has in store? Yes, God, we're so grateful. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, God. Here we go. Come on, church. Can you help me out? Come on, let's clap together. One. Here we go. Yes, God, we praise you. We're so grateful for what you have in store for us. Lord, would you be here today, God? Let our praise never stop. Let our praise never end. God, we lift it all up to you, Jesus. I give you glory for all you brought me through. And now I'm ready for whatever you want to do. I'm moving forward. I'm moving forward to follow, to follow after you. And now I'm ready. And now I'm ready for whatever you want to do. Come on, your presence. Oh, your presence is an open door. We want you, Lord, like never before. Let's see his presence.
give him praise. Hallelujah, God, we praise you. We give you honor, we give you glory, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. You may have a seat. I feel like Ray Stevens. Hi, it's me again, Margaret. <laughs> yeah. Well, this morning I mentioned we're going to have a special service today, and it's going to be a prayer and praise service. Um, as I was thinking through how do we kick off this new year, right? We, we have a special opportunity. It won't, it won't be New Year's Day won't fall on a Sunday for another 11 years. It's like, how do we make something special out of this day? And I was thinking, man, we, we just need to pray. Right? As a congregation, we just need to pray because prayer does a number of things for us. Number one, it, it gets our attention off of our, our problems in life. It gets our attention off of our challenges, off of the, the roadblocks that we see. You know, especially coming into a new year, there, there's a lot of people that, that see it as a new, fresh opportunity, but there's a lot of us that just see the same challenges in front of us that we'd faced in the last year. But when we pray, it takes our attention off of our challenges and our problems and it focuses it on the one that can solve them, right? It focuses our attention on, on the God who is bigger than any challenge we face, bigger than any problem that we face. So, so we want to start off this year focusing our attention on him, right? It is God that is the, the giver and sustainer of faith. It is God that is going to make the biggest difference in our lives in 2023. Now, you may have set some New Year's resolutions. You may have, have set some plans. I hope that one of yours, if you, if you do that, I stopped doing that a long time ago, but if you do that, I hope that one of your goals this year is to draw closer to God. And so this morning is our opportunity as a church to do that. So if you're a guest with us today, as I mentioned, this is not how we do things on a regular Sunday. It's going to be a little different. Uh, it may be a little awkward for you. Uh, it's going to be a little awkward for us too, because we've never done one of these this way before. So join in in the awkwardness. Feel free to participate as much or as little as, as you want. But uh, this morning we're going to pray and we're, we're going to do it for a number of reasons. Number one, the Bible tells us to pray right? It tells us as, as God's people to pray. Number two, we believe here at Real Life Church that nothing significant is ever accomplished for the kingdom of God apart from prayer. You can look through the book of Acts and every time you see a major miracle, it was always preceded by a time and commitment to prayer. That's why here at Real Life Church, we, we in our vision statement, we say that we exist to be a people of prayer because we know that if God is going to use us as a church, to impact this community, to impact this world. It is gonna start in prayer. And so we're gonna pray today. We're gonna pray, we're gonna seek the Lord. We're gonna focus our attention on him and kick off the new year saying, God, whatever this year may bring, draw us closer to you. And the other reason why we're doing this this morning is we're gonna teach you a different way of praying. Um, when, I, when I grew up praying, I, I thought that prayer was just simply taking your, your list of wants and needs before God and asking him to fulfill them. That, that's how I grew up praying. Every prayer was about either blessing the food or asking God to heal someone, fix something, provide something. And yes, that is a part of prayer. God wants to hear the things that are burdening our heart, but that's not the only part of prayer. One of my favorite spiritual disciplines, one of my favorite practices is to pray through the scripture, to open up a, a psalm and read through it. And as I read through it, the verses to just pray whatever the Lord prompts me in, in doing that in that moment. One, one pastor calls this uh, scripture-fed, spirit-led, worship-based prayer. And so we're going to be teaching you how to do this this morning as a congregation, but also you can do this in, in your own private 
worship time as well. So, so we have a lot of different things going on, a lot of different layers to this morning. But more than anything, my prayer is this morning that you will connect to God through prayer and that you will, will start off your new year focusing on the one that is a giver and sustainer of life. So this morning, we're going to be focusing our prayer time on a scripture that many of you are, are probably very familiar with. Um, I grew up in, in a Catholic home, and so I, I was very familiar with this. It's, it's often referred to as the Lord's Prayer or the Model Prayer, but it's Jesus. When, when his disciples came to him, they, they saw his prayer life. They saw how amazing his prayer life was, and they came to him and they said, teach us to pray like you. Teach us to pray like you. We want to be able to pray the way that you pray. And Jesus said, okay, I'll teach you how to pray like me. And that's when he gave us the Lord's Prayer. This, this was an instruction to his disciples on how to pray. So we're going to use it as our outline this morning as we pray. So I'm going to read the scripture, and then I'm going to guide us through some prayer moments. And we're going to have some prayer. We're going to have some worship. Uh, it, it's going to be a, a wonderful time of just connecting with the Lord this morning. Matthew 6, we're starting in verse 9, says this. This is Jesus speaking. He said, Therefore you should pray like this. Our Father in heaven, your name be honored as holy. Your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us of our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. And do not bring us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. I'm going to ask you to close your eyes and bow your heads. Right now, we're just going to focus in on, on verse 1. Right? When Jesus is instructing his disciples how you pray, he says, start off this way. Pray like this. Our Father in heaven, your name be honored as holy. You see, before we, we get into the list of our needs and our wants and our desires and our petitions that we're bringing before God, we must first start off by remembering who it is that we're praying to. A God that is holy, a God that is perfect, a God that is pure, a God that is, is worthy of everything that we are, a God that, that spoke creation into existence just by the power of his words. And so Jesus says, when you, when you start to pray, Start by focusing your attention on the Lord, honoring him, remembering that he is our father in heaven. So right now as we pray, I'm gonna ask you to do something that may feel a little uncomfortable, but I wanna encourage you to participate. Let's just take a moment now and let's just praise God for who he is. Let's honor him for who he is. So what I want you to do is I want you to think of an attribute of God. And as we're praying, I just want you to say it out loud. And, and as, as more come to mind, God, you are holy, you are pure, you are love, you are worthy. Just say it out loud. I just want to fill this entire room with praise to God this morning. Okay, so I'm going to count to three. And on the count of three, let's just start praising God for who he is. Just out loud as a congregation saying, God, I praise you because you are holy, you are worthy. Here we go. One, two, three. You're lovely, you're holy, you're strong, you're mighty, you're perfect, you're glorious, you're powerful, you are wonderful, Father. You are love, you are filled with grace and mercy. You are the giver of life. 
I worship you because you are the giver of joy. You are my strength when I am weak. Just shout it out this morning. Let's just fill this place with praise. Praise the Lord for who he is. What a beautiful sound to hear people praising the Lord together. You are beautiful. You are the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, my Savior. As we continue to pray, I'm going to invite Gayreen Weaver to come out and lead us in a time of prayer over this verse. Good morning, church. It's wonderful to hear the words of praise. Let us close our eyes and continue in this worship. Our Father, who is in heaven, your name be honored as you are holy. Yes, Lord. Lord, we are dumbfounded that you would call us into your presence and that you have shown us how to come and pray, to talk to you, to commune with you, to know your heart. Today, I think of your Father's heart. And that's what I want to dwell on, your Father's heart. Yes, Lord. You are the giver of life as a father is, a sustainer of life like a father. You're a protector as a father. And that's how you've called us into this relationship with you as father. How can we take that in? How can we take that in? The almighty God of the universe the sovereign God has called us into a relationship as father and as child. And you delight over us with love, like the prodigal son with the prodigal father who loved him extravagantly. You greet us and you welcome us. You never turn us away. You never condemn us. You accept us. And for that, we are amazed because on the other hand, you are also God Almighty, sovereign, worthy, worthy, worthy is the Lamb of God. We thank you for all you've given us. And it's because of our relationship with you and who you are and our dependence on you that we can come and lay our heart before you as we seek your heart. We bless you. We adore you. We thank you for who you are and that you have called us to be your own. We love you, Lord. We love you. Amen. You can remain there just where you're at. Or if you'd want, preferred, you can walk around, you can stand up. Do as what the Lord leads you at this moment. We're gonna continue in worship. 
God, would you just move in this place? Oh, you are holy, God. You are worthy. Oh, you're worthy, God. So worthy, Lord. Holy Spirit, move in this place. song we could ever sing, worthy of all the praise we could ever bring, worthy of every song we could ever sing, we live for you. Oh, Jesus, the name above every other name. Jesus, the only one who could ever say, worthy of every breath we could ever breathe, we live for you.
God, you are holy, you are awesome, you are mighty, you are the only one that is worthy of our praise. Verse 10 says this, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. A lot of times when we think about the kingdom of God, we think about the new heaven and the new earth. We think about when everything is going to be made perfect. But you see, the kingdom of God isn't waiting till then. The kingdom of God is right now. The kingdom of God exists everywhere the rule and reign of Christ exists, which is in the hearts and the lives of his people, the hearts and the lives of the people in the kingdom. So when we pray for God's kingdom to come, he's going to bring his kingdom through us. So let's pray this morning that God will, kingdom will come, that we will see evidence of his rule and reign in our world. As we pray, let's pray for brokenness to be made whole. Just right now where you are, pray for brokenness to be made whole. It could be brokenness relationally. It could be brokenness in in systems and governments. It could be brokenness in in any part of our world that, that, that you see brokenness. Pray right now that God's kingdom will extend to that brokenness and make it whole. God's kingdom's wrongs will be made right. Pray right now for wrongs to be made right as God's kingdom comes. God's kingdom grows as new people are added to the kingdom. So pray right now for people that you know that are living apart from God. They've not yet trusted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. They've not yet been adopted into God's family and are part of his kingdom. Pray for them by name right now that this year, 2023, would be the year of salvation for them. It'd be the year that they come to know that there is a God up in heaven that sent his son to die on a cross for their sins and invites them into a relationship. Let's pray for those people right now. Let's pray for those that are outside of the kingdom of God that God wants to bring into his kingdom. last part of this verse says, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
Let's pray for God's will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let's pray for God's will to be done in Las Cruces as it is in heaven. Let's pray for our will to decrease and God's will to increase in our lives. So we are focused on his will, not our own. We are focused on his agenda, not our own. Prayer isn't about asking God to get on board on our agenda. It's about God transforming our hearts so that we will get on his agenda. Right now, just pray as John the Baptist prayed that our will would decrease so that his will will happen. continue to pray. I'm going to invite Scott and Don Shalek. They were our missionaries to South Africa to come and pray for God's kingdom to come and God's will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. Please join us, church. Lord God, we pray that your kingdom come. Yes, Lord. Lord God, help us by faith to trust that your kingdom is much more, as good as it is, it's much more than just sometime distant in the future in some place that's far from here. Help us to pray by faith, leaning upon you, that you're bringing your kingdom, you're working your kingdom, you're revealing your kingdom in this world even now through what you've accomplished on Calvary, Lord, through the gospel that you share in our families, in our homes, in our body, in our in our church, in our communities, in the nations. Lord God, you've shown by who you are and what you've done and what you continue to do that we don't need to trust in the world. We can trust in you. Yes, Lord. You've shown yes. us enough by your word that you are dependable and holy and trustworthy, that we can pray more of you and less of us. Lord Jesus, let your gospel be known and your name be glorified as you're working your kingdom. Help us to press into you with eyes that look for you, that long for the ways that you're doing your work already. Help us to be obedient in this, Lord God, to help the people that are near us, in our community, adjacent to us. Help us to take larger steps of faith, Lord. Steps that follow you, follow the ways that you're revealing yourself. And Lord Jesus, be praised in all of it. Help us to praise you. Help us to build a church and help us to do your, be your hands and feet in the community, sharing your gospel where you give us opportunity, Lord Jesus. Father, may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's a new year, Lord, a new, a new um, time for us to surrender to you, to lay down the things of the past, and surrender to your will. We pray that our goal this year would be to align our hearts and our desires with your heart and your desires. We pray that your agenda would be the one that we seek. Father, we know that sometimes your will is hard. We don't understand it. Sometimes we don't even like it. Lord God, change us. Change us inside. Renew us and fill us with a heart that is surrendered and completely to you. Lord, I pray that you would remove all of the hindrances, 
all of the sins that get in the way of our ultimate surrender to you and that we would see in this new year your will done in our lives, in our community, in our nation, in your world. We thank you that you choose to use us to the work, do the work of your kingdom. We trust you. Help us to obey you and strive to do your will as you reveal it to us. We pray in Jesus' name.
God does tell us that we can bring our burdens to him. We can lay them down at his feet. He cares about the things that weigh us down. This next verse says, give us today our daily bread. God is our provider. He will always provide for us what we need and most of what we want. But Jesus instructs us to to bring those burdens, to bring those, those things to him, to bring those areas where we need provision. So right now, we're, we're going to pray for needs. We're, we're, and we're going to pray for each other. The New Testament tells us to, to bear one another's burdens, to pray for one another. So if you have a need right now, and you don't have to share it with anybody, but if you have a need and you want prayer this morning, I'm just going to ask you to stand up right where you're at. It may be that you have a physical need. You need healing. It may be a financial need, a relational need, a spiritual need. It may be an an emotional or mental health need. Whatever that need is, I just want to ask you and invite you to stand right now. And for everyone else, I want you to look around. I want you to find somebody that's standing and go over to them. And we're just going to pray over them. We're going to carry one another's burdens. We're going to love one another through prayer this morning. And we don't need to know what the need is. God knows what the need is. But we're just going to pray for one another. Pray that God would meet that need. Pray that God would provide for them. Let's just pray right now. Let's pray for each other. Find somebody that's standing. Don't let anybody stand alone. lift those burdens to the Lord because he cares for us from heaven that the God of the universe the God that created everything loves each one of us individually enough to care about the burdens of our heart as we continue to pray pray for any needs that you have in your life Where do you need to see God provide for you in 2023? What do you need God to do in your life this year?
such a beautiful sound of people praying to the Lord this morning. Pray for the needs of our church, wisdom for our leadership. Pray for workers. Luke 10:2 says, Pray to the Lord of the harvest, and he would send workers into the harvest. Pray that God would provide the resources we need to do the work that he's calling us to do. I'm going to invite our children's director, Micah Nave, to come out and pray over this verse with us. Lead us in a time of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you that you taught us long ago. When the Israelites were in the wilderness, you put them there for 40 years, and you humbled them to have to hang on your every word. You said in your scripture that we don't live by bread alone, but we live by the very word of God. God, we claim that today. We are, we are walking in that. We live by your very word and the truth of who you are. Lord, you even used the Israelites to show us that as they walked into the promised land, that, that you were going to provide beyond whatever they could imagine or think of. But Lord, you gave them 40 years of wondering so that their heart would learn to be dependent on you. God, we, we know we are dependent on you. We cannot do anything of ourselves. Lord, be our bread of life. Give us just what we need for today. May we seek after you hard each and every day so that we might live and walk with you. Lord, may this church seek after you in every way. Lord, every one of us have a need in this room because we are dependent on you. Lord, help us to not be independent. Help us to strive only to sit at your feet and to learn from you. Lord, there are so many needs in this room personally, whether it's marriages that need to be saved, it's addictions that need to be overcome, or if it's just a place and a purpose. Lord, this world is better with each person in it that you called to be here because you have a place and a purpose for them. Lord, help us to walk in our place and our purpose. Lord, you ask us to give of our time, our talents, our resources. May we boldly give of that because we know it all comes from you and that you are our saving father. Lord, we thank you that you have provided enough for today. We thank you that you're going to keep providing. Lord, we specifically ask that you provide for this church. We have needs. We, we have financial needs. We have volunteer needs. God, we need people to love on other people. We need people to give sacrificially. We need people to serve the kids, the youth, the front door. Lord, we need these things. And you are the provider. 
So, Lord, provide what we need. Call us out. Lord, if we are prompted, may we be uncomfortable until we step out. Because, Lord, you, you call us out. We're dependent on you, but you guide us. So, Lord, may we continue to depend on you and seek after you. Lord, we love you and we praise you. In your name, amen.
children then you hear your children now you are the same god you are the same god you answered prayers back then and you will answer now you are the same god you are the same Praise the Lord. Praise him this morning. He's the same God that did miracles, the same God that parted the Red Sea, is the same God that we worship here today. He's the same God, and he wants to do a miracle in your life. Matthew 6, 12 says this, says, forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. 
See, the Bible tells us that, that we were created to have a relationship with God. We were created to have communion with God, to, to walk with God. As you read the, the beginning chapters of Genesis, we see evidence that, that Adam and Eve walked with God in the garden, had this intimate relationship. But the Bible tells us that, that sin destroyed that relationship. When Adam and Eve said, no, we, we, we are not satisfied just knowing God. We want to be like God. And they turned their back on the God that created them, turned their back on the God that loved them, that walked with them and said, we know a better way. We're going to follow our own way. It was at that moment that sin and death entered the world. And each one of us is... is as people that have been born out of the family of, of Adam and Eve, we are guilty of sin and death on our own. Romans 6.23 says this. It says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. You see, every single one of us is guilty of sin. Every single one of us is guilty of, of rebellion against God, of treason against the King of Kings, and the penalty for that is death. Not just physical death, but spiritual death, eternal separation from God in, in a really nasty place the Bible calls hell. So when Jesus teaches us to, to ask the Lord to forgive us of our debt, he's asking, he's modeling for us to, to ask the Lord to forgive us of the treason that we've committed through our sin. You see, for generation after generation, page after page of the Old Testament, we see the people of Israel trying to do their best to make up for the wrongs that they've done in their life. And guess what? It will never happen. We can never do enough good to, to, to blot out the stain of sin on our lives. We have a debt that can only be paid through death. But... The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. Right? God knew that we could only pay this debt through death, that there was a debt that we couldn't pay on our own. So out of his love, he sent his son to earth who lived a perfect life, fully God, fully man, lived a perfect life, died on a cross, not for his own sins, but for our sins. The king of kings, the righteous judge says, yes, the penalty for your sin, the debt that you owe me is death, but I will pay it with the life and death of my son. So when we pray, forgive us of our debts, forgive us of our sins, what we are doing is we are accepting the gift of forgiveness that, that is only made possible through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Yes, we praise him for it this morning. If you're here this morning and you've never trusted Jesus as your Savior, you've never accepted that free gift, today is the day of salvation. Today is the day that God, I believe God brought you here to hear this gospel message, to hear the good news that there is a God in heaven that loves you, loves you so much that he gave his son's life to pay for your debts so that you can have a relationship with him. And he invites you into his family. And the Bible tells us that all we have to do is say yes to Jesus that we say yes to him, we, we turn from our sins and turn towards him. The Bible uses the word repentance, right? We are traveling down a path of sin. And when we say yes to Jesus, we say no to that path. We turn and we follow after Jesus, we repent. 
and then we submit to his lordship in our lives. If you're here this morning and you've never trusted Jesus as your savior, I want you to do that this morning. Not because I am, am telling you to do it, but I want you to do it because that's what you feel God's stirring in your heart. So I'm gonna ask everybody to close your eyes and bow your heads. Nobody's looking around. If you're here this morning and you've never trusted Jesus as your savior and you want to do that this morning, I'm just gonna ask you to raise your hand right where you're seated. Just say, today I trust Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Today I ask for forgiveness. I ask the Lord to forgive me of my debts, to forgive me of my sins. Yes, I see that hand. Thank you. Yes, I see that hand. Right now I'm going to lead us in a time of prayer. If you've never trusted Jesus as your Savior, I want to encourage you to pray this prayer with me. There's nothing magical about these words. They're just words. But it is a, the posture of your heart saying, I need Jesus. I am tired of trying to be God in my life. I am turning from my sin and turning to him. And it is by faith and grace that we are saved. But this prayer is just a way of, of verbalizing what our heart is doing. So if you're ready to, to pray this prayer, whether you're here in the room or you're at home watching us online, just pray this prayer with me. Repeat these words after me. Say, Father in heaven, I know that I am a sinner and that because of my sin, I deserve death. I owe a debt that I cannot pay. Thank you for loving me so much that you paid the debt on my behalf. Thank you for sending Jesus to come to the earth and die in my place so that I could experience forgiveness and grace and mercy. Through your spirit, give me the strength to turn from my sins and to follow you every day of my life as my Savior and my Lord. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. As we continue in prayer, maybe you're, you're a believer and, and maybe you've been dealing with some sin in your life that you've not taken and confessed before the Lord, that you've not laid it down before him. Just take a moment right now and confess that sin to him. Just lay it down at his feet and just sit in his forgiveness. We know that you're forgiven. He's promised forgiveness to every single one of us. Confess that sin and embrace forgiveness. Embrace grace. Embrace mercy. Grace, love. The last part of this verse says, as we also have forgiven our debtors. 
right now, if, if, if people have wronged you, if you're holding grudges, if you're holding unforgiveness from somebody right now, just release them from that. Forgive those that, that have wronged you because we have a God that's forgiven us and our sin against him is far greater than anyone's sin against us. And it's through the power of the Holy Spirit living in our lives that we can release them from that debt as they wronged us and we can forgive them of that debt that we hold against them. We can let go of the grudge. We can let go of the bitterness and be free, find the freedom that only comes in forgiveness. Let's take a moment, just ask God, is there anybody that I've not forgiven? Is there anybody that I'm holding things against? Let it go this morning. Father, we thank you for the gift that we have in Jesus. That he came and died on a cross for our sins to pay our debt. And then he modeled for us that all we need to do is come before you and ask for forgiveness and you freely give you freely give mercy and grace and forgiveness when we don't deserve it there's nothing we can do to deserve your love and your grace and your mercy yet you just give it out to us in such great and amazing quantities that we can never reach the end of your grace so Father, we come before you, we confess our sins, we lay them down, we, we rest in your forgiveness. Thank you for loving us. Jesus, thank you for your sacrifice so that we could have a relationship once again. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Yes, come and fill me again. 
standing on your faithfulness, God. Holy Spirit, will you fill me up again, God? What a Savior we have. Isn't he wonderful? Sing hallelujah. Sing hallelujah. Christ is risen. Oh, we bow down, bow down before him. For he is Lord of all. Sing hallelujah. Christ is risen, what a Savior, oh what a Savior, isn't he wonderful, sing hallelujah, Christ is risen, oh bow down
him that gives us life and breath so that we could praise him, so we could call on his name. This last verse says, do not bring us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. We are engaged in a spiritual battle. We fight not against flesh and blood. We have a real enemy that wants to do nothing more than to steal, kill, and destroy destroy our lives, destroy our marriages, destroy our families, destroy our communities, destroy our church. Let's pray right now that the Lord would protect us from the attacks of the enemy. He would protect our lives families. Our church family. Father, we call for your protection today. We know we have a enemy who wants to destroy. Jesus also teaches us to pray that, that God would protect us from temptation. Pray right now that you would walk daily in the Spirit, that you would walk in the strength of the Holy Spirit to resist the temptation that comes your way. continue to pray. I'm going to invite Lee Gold and one of our elders to come out and close us out praying over this last verse. Uh, temptation. That ugly, ugly word, that, that tool that the evil one, Satan by name, uses against us. He finds those cracks in our armor, those hurts, Lord, those those places, those dark places that we try to keep hidden. He uses an anvil and a wedge to widen those gaps so that he has a stronghold in us. But you, O oh Lord, you, O oh Lord, are the salve of our wounds. You are the one who heal, who heal from the inside out because your light uh, destroys all of that evil work. Your light, Lord, we ask for that to shine within us, that the, that the temptations that we face those things that we want to keep hidden from everybody, keep hidden from everything. Lord, we want those things hidden because they embarrass us. 
Lord, reveal those things within us. Reveal those things and heal our marriages. Heal our relationships. Heal us. Heal our world, Lord. Let us let your light shine through us because our wounds, our temptations have been healed. Lord, we ask for this in your powerful, mighty name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Church, I want to invite you to stand at this moment. And just as, as Lee prayed, there's, we, we serve an amazing God. As we've sang all day today, we serve the same God that healed back then. He heals now. He freed back then, and he frees now. Amen. And there's nothing that our God can't do. Amen, church. Can we celebrate that? There's nothing that our God can't break. There is no wall that he won't tear down coming after us. God, we're so grateful for you, Jesus. Yeah. Come on, let's sing this out. With just one word, you calm the storm that surrounds me. Just one word. And just one word, the darkness has to retreat. Come on, let's sing this out. Just one touch. And just one touch, I feel the presence of heaven. See this up. There's nothing that our God can do. There's not a mountain that He can move. Oh, praise the name that makes a way. There's nothing that our God can do. How many of you believe that today? Oh, it's just one word. You hear what's broken inside me. Oh. up a joyful noise today come on listen here father god we will believe oh i will believe oh for greater things there's no power like the power of jesus let faith arise oh let all agree there's no power like the power come on if you believe that let's sing it i will believe oh for greater things there's no power like the power of Jesus. 
trusted Jesus for the first time. Let's just celebrate with them this morning. If that's you, or, or maybe God is leading you to make another decision, maybe you want to get baptized next week, you want to know more about becoming a member of Real Life Church, I just want to point your attention back to that Connect card I mentioned at the beginning of the service. If you didn't get one of these or prefer digital, you can text RLC next to 94000 and we'll be able to get that same information. Let us know about the decision that God is leading you to make so that we can walk by that with you so we can help you on that spiritual journey. Uh, right now, we're, we're going to have an opportunity where we get to, to worship through giving of our tithes and our offerings. So just a moment, our ushers are going to come forward as we uh, get ready to give. Uh, one of the things we, we've been talking about lately during our, our tithe and offering time is, is generosity, this concept of generosity, right? Generosity isn't just about money, right? Generosity is about our heart. Uh, last week on, on Christmas Day, we, we tried to give as many of our volunteers a Sunday off because they've been here on Christmas Eve. It's a holiday. We wanted to, to, to make it as, as easy of a service as possible. Well, you guess what? Some of y'all still showed up to serve, even though we didn't ask you to come and serve. And I was talking to one of, one of our volunteers. I just thanked her. I said, thank you for showing up to serve. And she goes, it's Sunday. It's what we do. That is generosity. That is a heart of generosity. That is a heart that says, I'm going to give everything I have and everything I am to serve the Lord. And God rewards that kind of generosity. Let's pray for our offering as we give to the Lord that has given us so much. Father, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for this time that we've been able to kick off this year in prayer and praise, focusing our hearts and minds on you. And I am so ready for 2023 after this service. 
Father, as we give our tithes and offerings to you this morning, we just pray that you would take our, our gifts, our, our, our meager gifts, and you would multiply them so that we would see the impact of, of your gospel, the impact of real life church and the work that you're doing here go throughout Las Cruces and beyond. Father, thank you so much for allowing us to be participants in what you're doing here in the world. And Father, so we give to you out of a generous heart, out of a heart that says you have everything we are and everything that we, we have. And we give it back to you, Lord, for your kingdom and your glory. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Church, can we sing that out one more time? I will believe for greater things. How many of you want to declare that today one more time? Come on, let's sing this out. I will believe for greater things. There's no power like the power of Jesus. Let faith arise. Oh, let all agree. There's no power like the power of Jesus. I will believe for greater things. There's no power like the power of Jesus. Let faith arise. Tonight. 